0: Uh, they you know say we are not affiliated with any 12-step program this is just you know we're we're doing this on our own behalf there's no proceeds that we're not taking any money from this like there's a little spiel um just so that everybody knows you know we're only sharing our experience strength and hope
1: Yo, Alex, how, how are going, you? man? I'm doing good. How are you holding up, dude?
2: <coughs> I'm holding up pretty well. Awesome. Okay, I'm holding up more weight today than I did two <laughs> weeks ago, but I'm holding up.
1: That's all good.
2: Yeah, it is good. It is good. It's uh, it's good. I mean, it, it, that's a great word. It's yeah. good. Doesn't have to be great. Doesn't have to be terrible. It's good. It's like when I got sober and somebody said, "How are you?" And for the first time in my life, he said, "I'm okay."
1: Yeah, you didn't have to lie said, and yeah, say I'm good.
2: I'm, I'm okay. I'm great. Yeah, well, you know, I wasn't oh, okay was great. That's a word that I learned early in recovery that really got me through some tough days where you know, no matter what was going on, I was okay. The so thing good is good as my new okay.
1: So last, so today's my birthday.
2: Happy birthday! Thank
1: you, forty-two, Mitch.
2: Wow!
1: And uh, so last 30,
2: night, thirty years younger than me.
1: Last night, what oh, we did? The, yeah, what'd you do? We um we did a Zoom meeting with like um a bunch of people, normies, non-normies, you know, all got together and we all watched a really bad like B movie and made fun of it the whole time, and it was awesome.
2: Wonderful. That? A lot even of if laughs. If, if that's correct. Oh, I got it's the guardhouse
1: calling that Abby. I'll hang on one second. Sure. Hello? Hello?
2: Hello, I have Abigail at
1: the gate. Yep, you can send him on in. Thank you so much.
2: You're
1: welcome. Hello, I got Abigail at the desk. Hello? <laughs> she goes, I got Abigail here to see you. <laughs>
2: Abigail. But
1: it was funny, Mitch. I mean, the movie was terrible, and here we are, like, a whole <coughs> bunch of people, and everybody's saying one-liners, and everybody's laughing, and it was just a great way to spend a Friday night, you know? Everybody's at home, everyone's on Zoom, everyone's comfortable, and we're all just laughing, you know? And
0: it's a, memor-
2: it's a memorable birthday.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and here's the best part about it. Waiting for someone else to throw it instead of doing that, I did it. I sent How out the invites, that? I put it all together, and I had the best time. So How about that? You know, it's like this this whole waiting to see if anyone's going to pay attention to me shit has has to go, you know?
2: Well, I'm glad you did self-care, and I'm glad you took care of yourself and made your birthday memorable. 42 and you have hair. Wow. Yes,
1: 42 and I have hair.
2: That's, that's a double resentment.
1: Truth be told, a lot of it's just Snickers' hair. It's just all over <laughs> me, you know? <laughs>
2: oh i wish i could i wish i could blame my three cats okay uh they shed on everything but my head
1: (laughs) so i was wondering if you wanted like we have to figure out a time to do like a curbside breakfast thing you know but i know uh,
2: i'm not sure alice is is going is okay with that yeah, I'm not sure and I don't want to make a big issue. No,
1: n- look, uh, you're not the only one in the house. You know what I mean? There's there's yeah, got to be that's the whole thing we've been talking about is the social consciousness. It's doing things sure. for for others and if she's not feeling comfortable with it, there's no reason to push it, you know?
2: That's correct. I agree. So when she gets up, I'll discuss it with her, but up until now
1: it's not even worth mentioning if she's not comfortable well, it, with no, it. Well, it,
2: it is because yesterday she and I went out. We went to see a client of hers mm-hmm. uh, at a medical office. We sat in the lobby and we, we, we executed their documents there, their, their powers of attorney. I was there to witness them. Uh, but it was clear that you can get out. You can do business as long as you maintain the physical distance.
1: Yeah.
2: Alice and I sat on a bench. The the client was in a wheelchair with a nurse six feet away. His brother-in-law was six feet from him. Uh, And, you know, we handed off and we initialed and we signed. And it took a little while and it had some laughter. Uh, But it got done. So I think she found that she can go out and be okay mm-hmm. and, and since I'm the one that always goes shopping I'm not sure what the difference is between going shopping at Doris's or Publix
1: right? Or, and...
2: or going to Walgreens or doing a curbside breakfast
1: plus you're the one with the respiratory issues you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I so know, but I'm
2: the one that keeps you're the, the one, one running out, out really yeah. Stopping. So, so I said to her, I said, "You're trying to kill me off earlier. I, mean, like, I mean, just, just it's a, it's a program of rigorous honesty. Just tell me what you're trying to do. What's your motive?" It's are. when it's when she pulls. I'll cooperate. I mean, it's uh.
1: It's when she pulls the measuring tape out while you're sitting on the couch that's... and says, "Hold this for me." You know, like that's when you know you have issues.
2: That's correct. But she says to me, our prepaid plans are all paid up, aren't they? Okay. <laughs> we don't know any money. As she's putting payroll. what you hope
1: is emergency in your drink, you know? You're like, <laughs> okay. Why are you asking that now?
2: <laughs> yeah, so I don't mind. I, I, I think yesterday was a, 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 a bellwether, if you will, that, that yeah. it just showed her that she can go out. She can come back. She can stop at her office. And I think it was important for her to do that.
1: I was saying to um, some friends, I was like, there's going to come a point where society in, in a whole is just going to be like, you know what? Enough is enough. And, the, and a restaurant's going to decide to open. And they're going to decide to move tables further apart and not have as many people in the restaurant. You know, there's going to be a, a point where the people just start taking control again and they're like, you know, I, I just have a feeling that that's going to happen. I don't know, it's a good I
2: I agree that that's probably going to happen and that's part of what concerns me. Wow.
1: Um, yeah. I think
2: when, when people take control of something they don't like and they throw temper tantrums en uh, that that's when we have trouble. Mm. Um. And that's one of the reasons why I don't go out more is because when I do go out and I go to Doris's and Publix, I still see people with no gloves, no masks, just yakking around, hugging and walking, you know, next to people. And I just, it makes me very uncomfortable. Maybe it's because of my age and, and my, my, my compromised respiratory system. But it makes me very uncomfortable. I you see that's that's the drunk me. I'll decide when it's time to go out. Right. Okay. I'll decide when it's time to tell the restaurant to open. I'll decide. I'll decide. Um, I agree with you. That just concerns me because it'll mean more people are out there paying less attention to what can happen. Yeah. Uh, I and guess. I mean, it's. I mean, I I was I was really very. Uh, sad when i read that the bishop of one of the churches died from COVID 19.
1: he was one of the guys that was saying like you know. yeah
2: and he was and his daughter was on uh, wolf blitzer on cnn and and she was oh no it was chris cuomo she, he had her on and and it was not that your father was stupid it was really a very poignant kind of conversation about the pain and suffering that she can't grieve and go to the funeral. And, I mean, there are things she can't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the conversation, what he had said before he became sick and died was that God is greater than all of this.
1: And he is. And, like, yeah. and, he,
2: didn't, and he didn't say it arrogantly.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He said it with faith, that, that I trust that whatever happens is okay. Mm-hmm. And and I just, you know, I when I see people going about their business now with no protection, I want to scream at them. It's not just what you're doing to yourself. It's what you're doing to me. It's what you're doing to your children. It's what you're doing. I mean, it's just irresponsible behavior. So although I agree with you that people are going to, and, and President Trump, for whatever reason, decided to incite and inflame that yesterday, okay, um, that that frightens me. What self will run riot becomes the rule. That frightens
1: me. Somebody sent me a picture of uh, somebody sitting on the couch with uh, toilet paper, bag of chips, cereal. And they're, they're like, they're like, is this martial law? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's so it's it's so true. It's so funny, you know.
2: There's some but great there's, humor out there. I there's think there's fantastic humor.
1: I think there's um, I think what you're touching on is exactly right. I think there's there's got to be like Again, as a whole, common sense doesn't exist. On an individual, you ask an individual common sense, generally you'll get a common sense answer. But, yeah, I, I agree. and there, There's the danger of that, but I don't know. It's just... Oh,
2: I, no, I agree. Alex, I agree with you. Yeah. People have become... I mean, every time I go out and come back, Alex asked me, was there more traffic or less traffic? I said, there was more traffic. Okay, there was more traffic. People are taking greater risks. Uh, people are going out more frequently. People are not wearing masks all the time. People are not wearing gloves all well, the time. Well, are they
1: wearing masks when they're going out for bike rides? Are they wearing masks when they're going out for runs in the morning? I mean, you see these—you see people doing their exercise in the morning. I see some and
2: people doing it. I see some people running with masks on. I see some people bicycling with masks on. And I see people running and bicycling without masks on. Okay, I see both. Uh, I'm not concerned about the runners and the, and the cyclers. I'm concerned about
1: the Yahoo. Well, I mean, the running and the cycling, like they're sweating and they're breathing heavy and the right, distance. Dude, you
0: just don't want to run. The, the, so the, the, no, I'm just that's, saying, that's like, no,
1: I'm cool with not running. <laughs> but the, the distance that like if, if someone was infected and they're not realizing they're infected and they're going out for a morning run and they're waving to the person who's walking their dog is just as much of a risk to giving it to that person as someone who goes to Publix without a mask.
2: I agree, you know, and that's where that's where being smart also comes in. But as you said, there's no such thing as common sense. No. If I want to run, I'll get up at 6 in the morning, and I'll go out and run in my development, around the corners, around the blocks, as many times as I need to, but I will not put myself in harm's way nor put you in harm's way. Right. Okay? I mean, there, there. you can run at night. You can run. I mean, there are times to do these things where you put yourself at less risk and you put others at less risk. And
1: that's the but same way now, that I'm, I'm doing... I'm else not concerned shocked.
2: about the runners. I'm not concerned about the runners. I'm concerned about the yahoos. The, the people that say this is my country and I can do what I want when I want and you can't tell me not to. And the Constitution guarantees me the right, of freedom to move about as I need to. And, and so I'm going to take my gun and, you know, watch out for me. Um,
1: I'll shoot the virus.
2: That's correct. See, there you go. That's a funny political cartoon. <laughs> uh, no, I mean it really is. I mean I, I can see somebody penning that and, and, and laughing at it. Uh but it's it's frightening. I mean to me it's frightening. I'm not yeah. telling you, and I'm not an alarmist by nature, but so to me this is serious shit. If you can't see it and it's killing you, you better damn well be curious. I think a
1: lot of it's also like the 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 personal his like the personal background to each individual. Like obviously, you know, people in like Dude, um, like Wichita, Kansas, for example, may not be as concerned about getting it as, say, someone in Brooklyn. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I do know what you mean. And, and Kansas is a good example because they have a very low incidence. Okay, they have a very low incidence. Just like Wyoming, Montana, and, you know, Dakotas and, and places like that. But that doesn't mean that it's okay to not pay attention to the, the protective
1: Right, but I'm saying these people, like like in in Michigan, that went out for the protests and stuff like that, and look, I exercise your right and stuff, but am I evil for waiting to see the news stories for some of them getting sick? You know what I mean? It's like
2: I don't think you're evil, but I think you're really that's common sense.
1: Yeah, it's like all right, go out and protest. You know, if, if do these people,
2: deal. if if they're going to put on TV every day all of the protests and show all these people, then I'm going to wait a few days to see if there's any outbreak that exactly. occurs from that. And if there is an outbreak, then they know I'm gonna stay in. If there's not an outbreak, then maybe it's time to start to go out a little bit more. Uh you know, those people are are, are the lab rats. Uh they're well, they doing opened, what they're,
1: Go ahead. No, I'm sorry, I, I had a lot of coffee today. They open the beaches down here now. So I know you can exactly go running and walking I saw on that, the beaches. I saw
2: that. Yeah, is no, that right down no here walking, or Jacksonville?
0: Sun, no sunbathing.
1: You can't sunbathe, but you can walk on it. You can run on it. I
2: mean, come on.
0: I wonder if I can scuba dive off of
1: it. No, dude.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, i You can scuba dive in the sand.
1: I'd say do it okay. anyway.
2: You can't go in the water, but you can scuba dive and in the sand. You can't go sand. in the water? I don't know. Hey, no. I don't have to go. I don't know, okay? I just think, I mean, there's one beach in all of the state of Florida that's open, Jacksonville. I mean, how's it, where is the governor who said the beaches are closed? I just don't I mean it, it you get Alex you said it before and and I'm going to keep repeating it there's no such thing as common sense.
0: I think they should create a class for that in high school to be honest a whole semester.
1: So you I think to... what?
0: <sighs> they should they need to create common sense like a class of common sense in high school. Yeah, well, you know what? That's I swear to god idea. these teenagers come out with like and I see it, you know, and, and we say it and like, don't you have common
1: sense? the first way to it? weed it out is like that just reminds me of the far side cartoon with the pole on the sign. And it's a push door or something, you know, and you can weed out your classmates by, you know, putting the sign push when it's a pole door on the door, you know, and whoever can't get into the class, yeah, you're, you just, you're just you're eliminating done. half the class yeah. right there. You're going to have
0: to hold you back a year uh, yeah. no freaking <laughs> common sense. You're not ready for the real world. No, I was, I was having the same conversation with my kids about middle school. Um, because I had told my son, um, you know, help me make breakfast. Let's cook. He's like, I don't know how to cook. And then I went into when I was your age, and, oh, and I Dad. did and I did have a great when I was your age school because when I story when I was in sixth grade, sixth, seventh, and eighth, we had home economics, and it was a requirement. It wasn't an elective, and I had to learn and how so. to cook. And so. And arts and crafts, and, and they were looking at me like I was speaking like alien to them. They're like,
1: huh They were trying to gay up. They were trying to gay up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So
0: it was, um, you know, and, and nowadays, it's, everything's elective. Even Jim's an elective. So it's, uh, I, I've said it before. I think we need to revisit our whole education system.
2: I think you want to run for commissioner of education. <laughs> okay. How's Natalie today?
0: Uh, She's doing good. She's doing good. She's got. uh, She's very busy with her, you know, home agency clients. Um, So they're all. Did she
2: work last night? Did she work last night?
0: Yep. Yep. She sure did.
2: She's working tonight too.
0: Yep. Last night, tonight, Sunday night. She's off Tuesday and Wednesday.
1: War zone. Wow. Tough
2: stuff.
1: So yesterday I had, um, I shared about this at the 7 a.m., so I'll be able to have to sit through it again. But yesterday I uh, spent pretty much the whole day thinking that I was going to get fired from my job for absolutely no reason. And uh, it started with a rough call, what I consider a rough call, earlier in the week. The call was very frustrating. It brought in a lot of feelings of, like, act like a fucking adult. You know, you want what you want, but it's not It's not happening. If it was happening, I wouldn't lie and say it wouldn't be able to happen. It'd already be fucking done. And then it brought in feelings of like my helplessness, my weakness, my fear of of the of that call coming back, and then mixed on with everything going on in the world right now, there was a, it just triggered right into that tunnel vision of I'm gonna get fired. I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop, and it brought all those feelings back when I used to drink, and when I was hiding my drinking, it just brought all those feelings right back up to the top, and completely sober, and so the that night, I got off, and I talked to my sponsor a little bit about it, and then the next day, I talked to my sponsor a little bit about it, <laughs> and then... I did my job and I thought about it all day and then I texted my boss at the end of the night and I hear I was doing my codependent phishing is what I call it where I'm like, hey, just seeing how you're doing. But really, I want to know if you're mad at me, you know, like that bullshit. And so I, I was like, hey, it's my day off. It's my birthday weekend. So I'll see you on Tuesday. Just letting you know. And I didn't get any response back for that night. And I was like, oh, this is official because they sent out an email about the new escalation policy. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. They're totally like, doing you're it. the reason. I'm the reason that, the they email. sent that out, right? The and other ten thousand calls. That no, <laughs> <got it.
0: laughs> just yours.
1: Just mine. Only Alex, because it's the only thing that matters is me, right? Like I'm everything. And then um, you are. And then they've then nothing happened. And then it's my day off. And then I'm I'm chewing on it. And I'm I finally get to a point where I I just I send an email. I send a I text message to my sister just to get it out of my head. And I was like I'm. My codependency's banging, this is what's going on, and she gave me suggestions also. And then at five thirty seven, literally a day and seven minutes after I sent the text message to my boss, she sends me back bunny a message like, Hey honey, sorry, it's been crazy around here. Have a great birthday. Thanks for keeping me in the loop. Hey, give me a chance, give me a call when you get a chance. I wanna talk to you about an opportunity. So here I am thinking I'm gonna get fired. The whole fucking day, and they're sitting there saying, "Hey, you know what? Alex is a really good agent. We should give him this opportunity to, to try this now." You know what I mean? So what? Were,
2: what was the opportunity?
1: To help with training with their, with some new hires and stuff. You know? Wow. Stuff I, I love to do. Instance. You know? So I think it's I think it's a great opportunity to. It's only going to be a few days, but the bottom line is here I am thinking about how shitty I am. And how I'm going to get fired, and they're thinking about, hey, this is a good role for him. He's responsible, and let's, let's have him help, you know?
2: So that, what did you learn from
1: this? That what I think and feel and see is still insane sometimes. You know what I mean? I don't what, have,
0: else, what else did you learn from this? Oh boy, I hate when he does not this. Not to trust my. I <laughs> know. Not to. It's like I can never yeah, give the goddamn right answer no, with this no, guy. No, I'm just thinking what, like. No.
1: Alex,
2: Alex, I don't want you to sit there and play guessing games. That's no, it's not, not
1: guessing point. games. It's like, I, okay. I, 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 my takeaway was I don't see reality for what reality is. I still see it through this skewed vision of myself and the habits or the way that I'm thinking is from years and years and years of drinking, and it's going to take time for me to change those thoughts and those feelings that I have, you know?
2: Okay, it is, all right? But as, as you know, Abiel knows, and I know, and anybody else listening to this
1: knows, recovery is
2: not based on changing my thinking. It's cha- based on changing my behavior. That's my behavior point, has huh? to change first. So what I've learned, what was, what I remember my sponsor used to say to me, What's something you can do the next time this happens? And I looked at him and go, what do you mean, what can I do? And he said, that's the question. What can you do? And the question that I learned that I can do the next time it happens is ask myself, what did I do? And what happened the last time I felt this way? And the last time I felt this way, it turned out that my thinking was not helpful. Mm -hmm. It turned out the last time that they wanted to offer me an opportunity to do something I had not done before. So I had to begin to pay attention to my experience more than my thinking. And my experience was that when it happened, it didn't end up the way I thought it was going to. It ended up better than I thought. So the next time I began to panic and have those thoughts, I could say, hold on a second. The last three times you had these thoughts, it all worked out okay. So if you want to continue to ruin your day, respect yourself and ruin your day. But if you want to pay attention to your experience rather than your thinking, your experiences the last three, four, five times, it didn't happen the way you thought it was going to. So it's possible that you can change your thinking based on your experience. And what it did was it didn't eliminate the craziness in my head. What it did was calm it down and shorten the time that I did it. So instead of it lasting all day, it lasted two hours. Instead of it lasting two hours, it lasted 20 minutes. Instead of it lasting 20 minutes. And the point was that over time, it just dissipated completely because I kept asking myself that question. So the takeaway for me was always what happened the last time? The last time I got a promotion, the last time I got a raise, the last time I was offered a job, the last time the answer was yes. The last time nothing happened. The last time, I mean, there was always an experience that I could draw on rather than rely on my thinking. Because my thinking is always going to take me right to the place that you just described. Yeah. So that's my only point. It It wasn't to challenge you as to what did you learn from it. Okay, it was to just offer you the possibility that you can ask yourself, okay, here I am in panic anxiety mode. What happened the last time I was here? Well, last time I was here, they offered me a new opportunity. Oh, well, well, maybe that's going to happen this time too. All it does is balance my craziness. The goal is not to eliminate. The goal is to balance it with something that's real because my thinking is real. When I think that doom and gloom is happening, that's reality for me. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't need your, your common sense reality. I don't need real reality. That's my real reality. And I had to stop comparing my reality to the rest of the world's reality. I don't care what you're thinking. I care that my thinking is doom and gloom. That's my reality. End of conversation. If I don't want that to be my reality, then I can change it by looking at my experience and learning from my experience rather than continuing to repeat the same behavior every time I get into that situation and those feelings. So for whatever it's worth, I'm just suggesting that the next time you feel that way, pause. And say, okay, I have a choice. I can stay that way and feel that way, or I can look back at my past experience. The last time I felt that way, what happened?
1: I was telling myself, I was like, Alex, you've... like Because I would get these feelings in the past, and I would reach out to my friend Kim when I was living at John and Kim's, and I would be like, are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? And it, and then I would send, I would say the same thing to my brother. I'd say the same thing to my sister. So there were multiple times yesterday that, and this is where the progress, that's what my point is, you know, there were times yes, yesterday where it was like, I was like, Alex, slow it down. They're super busy too. It's not about you. The email but wasn't sent because of you. But the feelings just kept coming back and coming back and coming, you know what I mean? So...
2: I know, but if you keep answering them, they'll, they'll, they'll begin to quiet down.
1: Yeah. That's I can't cool. answer
2: them once when they come 57 times.
1: Yeah, it'd be great if you could, though. You're just like, eh, shut it down, you know?
2: No, not shut it down. You can't, you're not going to be able to shut it down. The more I tell myself to shut something down, the louder it's going to scream at me. Hmm. But just tell myself, okay, how long do I want to stay here? Five minutes? Okay, I can deal with five minutes. I mean, the point was for me to begin to break it down into into ways I could manage it rather than support it and, and feel powerless. There's always something I can do to make me better in the moment. I can't change it. I can change me. So every time it yells at me and says, you're going to get fired, say, no, I'm not. Well, you're going to get fired. No, I'm not. I mean, there's always a response. If I choose to use a response, if I choose not to, then I'm going to stay in that lousy feeling for as long as it's. I stay there. So, just my experience, nothing more. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I'll be Pay you now. It's <laughs> <I was>
1: just. <laughs> I'll be Pay me. <laughs> I he's,
0: you're, he's supposed to send you an invoice now, <laughs> or you're <laughs> you're sending him an invoice. No, that's you can just give so the it to Abiel.
2: Abiel, you can handle all my Okay, billings.
0: I'll just okay. give it to Abiel. That's more like – that makes more sense. I'll collect the money. Abiel, I've I've you're in charge. You're my CFO.
2: You can handle all my billings. I right.
0: get 10% of all his earnings. That's correct. Like the, like the Florida treasure hunt percent. check, right? You can uh, have did you actually – are you actually getting a check?
2: Uh, well, we uh, – we, From the Florida yes, uh,
0: treasure hunt? gov site? Yes, I am. Three hundred and seventy-six <laughs> thousand. dollars
1: I don't know, dude. Last time somebody said, go on this site, no, no, put this in, is search legit. your phone number. Next thing you know, cruise lines were calling me. <laughs> My <laughs> Windows ex- key was expired. It just exploded. So no, I'm no, like, I a, don't know, this dude. This a dot
0: gov site. I'll take you on after this.
1: G-O-V, episode. not G-U-V-E? Yes. Okay.
0: Gub. No, G-U-B.
1: G-U-B. G-U-B. Gub.
0: Gubmit. Gov <laughs>
2: It worked, Alex. All right, I'll do it. It worked. It was really crazy because it not only brought up my name, it brought up addresses from 22 years ago, 23 years ago.
1: That's their subtle way of up, saying like we know my, you. It we brought up
2: you. You. my parents. Brought up my parents' names, my sister's name. I don't know, man. Okay. I got greedy, and I clicked on one of the accounts to say it was mine, and it came back and said, it's not yours. A
1: little finger comes up on the screen and says, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh. Yeah, really?
0: (laughs) That was like me and my uh, my stimulus check story this week.
1: What's the stimulus story? The
0: stimulus check story (laughs) is that I'm not getting a (laughs) stimulus check or whatever I do get when it'll be in August and September. So. I haven't gotten
1: mine yet, and I pay taxes and get screwed every year.
0: Do you have direct deposit, though? I do. But you, the, Okay, here's this, the secret that I learned. Not the secret, but mm-hmm. if you actually get a tax return via direct deposit, those are the ones that get their payments first. Right. If you owed taxes, then they obviously don't have your this direct deposit. This year I owe taxes,
1: <laughs> but all the other years I've got gotten it. Because
0: my my 18-year-old, he got his check. Really? Yeah. Yeah, They're giving it to
1: all the irresponsible people first.
0: (laughs) And I'm like,
2: how much did he he give you?
0: Uh, He actually gave it all to his mom to help pay off uh, the car that she she bought him. Such
1: a nice guy. Yeah, he's a good kid. Nice. I would much rather have had a worser story. (laughs) 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 That's too heartwarming, you know? It's like, well, he actually paid off the car. No, he's a good kid. That's cool, man.
0: Yep. Although he refuses to jump on Warzone, I don't know why. I even bought him a headset and a PS PS4 Plus uh, membership. I, I'm just letting that one go. I'm like, whenever you're ready, dude. Son. He
1: he works in an environment where he sees the after. I don't think he wants to play the before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he works in the hospital. So, Mitch, are you getting a stimulus check? Like, I'm supposed to. I haven't gotten mine yet either.
2: <coughs> Alice got a big batch of money from the SBA.
1: Nice, nice. That came through.
2: Yeah, for the payroll protection, the bank did a really great thing. I mean, they really, they put her at the top of the list and she got a hefty check, uh, which which helped her immeasurably feel a whole lot better. Uh, I was telling Alex, I mean, before you uh, got online, that yesterday, well, I told you we were going to go uh, do a signing and and we ended up going to the medical building across the street from Coral Springs Medical Center. And we met the client on the second floor and, and we maintained social distance. The client was in the wheelchair with, with his sister as his as his aide and her husband, his brother in law. And he they initialed, they would gig back, I witnessed, and you know, you do business as you do business. Uh, you know, I just I you know, so so yeah, I'm gonna get a stimulus check. I don't know when they're gonna come in, but whenever they do, they'll they'll be gratefully received. Um, well,
0: whenever we see a new pair of orange sneakers that you put on, then we know you got your stimulus yeah. <laughs> he wears a you shirt know, with an
1: LED light that yeah. says, I got it, that scrolls across. It's, the it's a
2: funny thing that you say that about sneakers, because yesterday, when I go out normally during the week, I wear the same sweatpants that I wear in the house. And yesterday we went out and, and we both commented that it was a nice feeling to shower, shave and get dressed. And to put on pants and to put on a shirt and to put on real shoes and colorful socks and cologne and go out there and be a real person in, a, in the real world. As opposed to just wearing schlumpy clothes uh, all the time. Um, so, no, I'm not using it to get new sneakers. I haven't bought anything. It's quite, quite remarkable. Outside of Amazon with, with supplements that I use or medicine or, or, or kinds of cold pills and shit like that. My shopping has just, its I mean, there's just no reason to. That's, well, that's,
0: that's
1: yeah. That, <laughs> Where am I going to wear it? Am I going to wear it?
2: Okay, Ali, I'm coming in now into the family room, okay? Look at
1: this new, new sombrero chair. I bought, huh? That's correct. Yeah,
0: I know. Oh, we and were talking, Alex to... and I were talking about that the other day, that <clears throat> with the pandemic, the, the impulse buying is completely off the table. So the other day I was like, yeah, I think I need a new chair, a new monitor, a new this. And uh-huh. That would have landed me at Best Buy.
1: $1,600 later.
0: <laughs> yeah, and now it's like, okay, you have to go online and order it, and then you can pick it up. But now when you go online and you're price shopping, you're comparing, and you're like, should I get it? Takes it takes all should the I fun out of it. You it know? takes all the fun out of it, absolutely. Not what to mention, I find
2: remarkable, what I find absolutely remarkable are the vendors. It's like I'm listening to car dealerships, and and they're saying that, You don't have to come into the dealership. You can shop from home and we'll bring the car to you. And I said, you could always do that. Yeah. Tell me when there was a time I could not go online or call the dealership and say, I want to buy you a $60,000 car but I don't want to see you. So I want you to bring it (laughs) to my house. Here's the funding. And they're going to say,
1: no, sir, you must come in. You have to come in, sir.
2: I I mean, that's ridiculous. Forever you could buy a car online and you could have it delivered to your house. And and people will be very happy to do that, but they make it sound like this is the greatest thing since sliced bread, and it's not. It's then it's just sales, sales, yeah. sales. sales. Yeah, so, I,
0: had, I had to go to the Infinity dealership yesterday because uh, my battery yeah, yeah. died, and uh, it was completely empty. They just have service and a couple sales guys, and they've slashed. They they've reduced the prices on cars like substantially. Did they? Yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, when, when my my dad was going to look at a, interest a car. interest rates
0: are, like, super low, too.
1: Yeah, my dad was going to look at the car and stuff, right? When the COVID stuff, right? When people were doing shelter in place and mm-hmm. things. And he immediately goes to the Lexus dealership. And I'm, like, thinking in my head, I'm, like, when you want to wait, like, 60 days for it to really be hurting? And then he walks in. And they're, like, look, we'll pay you to buy one of these.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, didn't they give it to him for the night to take home? Yeah. That's awesome. That was, yep. That's called the puppy dog.
2: Well, it's like Public Carvana. Yeah. Carvana, you familiar with Carvana? Yeah. Well, Carvana says that you know they have this big thing, and now, especially because of COVID nineteen, you can return the car after seven days. And I said to Alice, seven months ago, they had the same thing: you could return the car after seven days. Yeah. And there's nothing new in the, They're just using this opportunity. I'll tell but you Abiel, what, Sorry, Abiel, your assignment for the day. Is to figure out whether or not it's worth me, given this great deals so they're having on cars, is it worth me buying out my lease and getting a, a more expensive car for less money, or is it worth just holding on to my car and, and keeping it for the time being?
0: Uh, that takes too so much thinking.
1: He <laughs> <laughs> said it's your homework for the <laughs> i Got to
0: research, that's do that, numbers. That, that's, that's what he said, I and, and we'll
1: be right back with more car talk. How
0: about we just meet at the Infinity dealership and test drive some vehicles? <laughs> <laughs> there you
2: go. There you go.
1: Where is he? Oh, he's over there. And here comes Abiel in his hazmat suit. (laughs) Let's do this. No, I will tell you this, though. Talking to Abiel about his... uh Spontaneous spending sprees and stuff like that. he It's so funny to hear how spoiled we are, because I'm like, dude, just go to Amazon. He goes, dude, they take forever now. It takes like four days to get my stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah, what's the point? They should not be charging me for Prime anymore. Like
1: somewhere that in the world, the guy's like, it's only taken four months to me to get this, and this is great. <laughs> but it's so true, because I ordered something, and it's like, we'll be here by April 24th. I'm like,
2: what?! Come on! I had the same reaction yesterday. I ordered something that said May eighth, and I said May eighth.
1: Yeah, cancel. (laughs) What's
0: what's the deal with May eighth? I swear I had the same thing. I looked up like five things. Everything's May eighth. May. I
1: think what they're doing is they're using like an algorithm just to push the date out. They're just picking a random day because the stuff that said it was going to be here on the twenty fourth has already shipped, and some of it's already been received. So they're just kind of giving themselves the buffer. Yeah, I agree. Which is surprising because there's like eight humans that work at Amazon. Everything else is a robot, from what I've seen. So, like, the robots are in the factory. Like, they're not getting COVID. I don't know. That's true. The employees are, though. So, that's a serious topic. We'll leave that one alone.
2: I'll tell you, I wouldn't want to be an Amazon driver during this time.
1: Dude, those are the real heroes, huh?
2: Let me tell you. I mean, they talk about doctors and nurses, but I talk about people in public standing there at the cashier. I I mean, people wiping down every cart with, with hand sanitizer. I mean, people out there doing the stuff they're doing is just remarkable.
1: I'm still not going to the one teller of Publix, though, because there's this one woman at the Publix that I go to, and everything she grabs, she's like, oh, macaroni? I love macaroni. I love you. Oh, oh, Kool-Aid? I love Kool-Aid. I love you, too. I love Kool-Aid, and I love you. It's just so great. And I got, oh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I love Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, and you know what? I love you. And every time I see her, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go wait in line on the other one. It doesn't matter if no one's there.
2: That doesn't matter. That's doesn't correct. we They'll they'll send somebody over there.
1: But I'm wearing my blo- I'm wearing my gloves and I'm wearing my uh, my mask. My N95 official mask. Nice. You know, and uh, you must
0: look yeah, Danny very finally cool. stopped over last night to pick some up.
1: I heard Danny was over last night yeah. <laughs> to
0: get some masks. Like, dude, they're not letting you into places now. You yeah, understand that's that. why you're
1: here. <laughs> so. But yeah, so it's uh, it's uh, you know it just is what it is. I don't I I don't know. It's just it's just weird. But it'll will it ever go back to normal? Will Zoom meetings always be there? I'm really loving my 7 a.m. Zoom meeting. Yeah, those are great. I think
2: I think Zoom meetings are going to be there forever.
1: It's just the commute just works for me. Oh, you know? it's amazing. <laughs> I can do <laughs> Zoom meetings Monday through Friday <laughs>
0: and then uh, just go to the 441 on a Saturday. Yeah, to go to the Saturday and
1: have breakfast with the guys. I'm here for the breakfast. Yep. Yeah.
2: I think that's going to be one of the negative outcomes is going to be the loss of physical contact. Where people are going to find meetings online to be so beneficial that they're, they're just not going to go to, to – to, face to face meetings with the same frequency.
1: That's why we need to come up with like an AA buddy. It's a giant pillow that looks like a little person and whenever like <laughs> you feel like, you know, it's the meeting before the meeting, you can either shake the hand or hug, you know? That's right.
2: You got to hug something.
1: Come it's here, like John Barleycorn.
2: That'll become a I new I are new called new profession. Uh,
1: blow up dolls. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll get with the guy from Minnesota who does my pillow. He'll help us. <laughs> That's the thing that I was wondering. Like, where are people going to find masks? You know what I mean? Like, they're
0: out there. I was at actually a uh, picking up some food, some takeout at this Lebanese uh, grocery oh. store called Yala's on 441. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I'm picking up my t- my carryout, I see they have this table in the middle of the store with boxes of gloves and boxes of masks that they're selling. So, hmm. did you buy any? No, we've got six months' supplies of each, so we're good. I was tempted to. I texted my wife, Do we need anything? She's like, no, oh. We're good. So,
2: did you give Danny any, or did you sell them to him?
0: No, I gave him a little package. It was oh, okay. five masks. Just wanted to make sure. A dozen gloves. It was only $72. I charged them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, it's a hell of a deal. That's a, that's a good one. And I amount. threw
0: in a free hand sanitizer, the homemade yeah. hand sanitizers, The kind
1: that burns? Yeah. <laughs> Did you try it ever? <laughs> no, yeah. No, I'm holding it because I know it's the only one I got that with like 100% alcohol in it. So I'm waiting.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Somebody, because uh, I, I can't break their anonymity, comes home with one of those giant containers of hand sanitizers. The commercial grades that you know goes into <laughs> a device.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> like three Someone quarters full.
0: Oh, let's not make those assumptions. I'm just putting it Someone together. Someone brought it and donated it to Oh, our I got also, you. I was like, whoa. So I'm good on Hansen. I don't have that's to do nice. a homemade batch for quite some time.
1: That's funny. That's
0: what's going on. That's what's going on. Fortunately, going on, fortunately huh? I have uh, you know, family members in the medical industry.
1: I'm really enjoying my working from home, though. I don't think I want to go back to the office. Really? Yeah, really enjoying the working from home. I don't miss the whole non-socializing with society. I wasn't really I didn't really go out and do a bunch of stuff anyway. Everything I can do, I was my life really hasn't changed too much thankfully, and I'm not bragging or anything, but like when I would order shit off, like when I bought my TVs off Best Buy, I did them when we were at Lester's. That's the thing that I haven't done is just have breakfast with people. Yep. You know, but I've had eggs and bacon at home like every day, you know, and so when I bought my TVs, I just bought it through the Best Buy app as I was talking to everybody at Lester's And then after Leicester's, I went and picked it up curbside. So that didn't really change, you know. I think it's more like, Mitch, what you and I were talking about. is just like getting to the point that now it kind of feels almost like now I'm, now I'm stuck inside. As opposed to just enjoying my time, not having an excuse to go out. And I noticed that I, my shopping trips to Publix have been limited to like once every couple of weeks. Or maybe I'll just run in there to grab a couple things. But the whole just driving from store to store because I'm bored or going out and getting fast food or going out and ordering from restaurants and all that stuff, I'm not really missing that.
0: Yeah, I miss going to different meetings. I mean, aside from the home group, but just being able to pop in to um, get out of the house. That was my, my little getaway. Now, and it's funny, last night on the six o'clock, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm in the meeting, and I had, like, 17 interruptions between my kids, like, Dad, Dad, I'm like I'm in the meeting. So I, I missed that little getaway of just, all right, I'm leaving for an hour, I'll be back, and, uh, you know, not be interrupted, but it's all good. We're, we're, getting, we're getting used to, uh, you know, the boundaries and who the work, the work off is and when it's time and when it's not, so.
2: Who's doing better at home? Abelito or uh, Sonia?
0: Um, they're probably about the same. Sonia's, okay. you know, she she's entertained. I I would actually no. I I would say Sonia. I think uh, Junior is, you know, starting to miss the interaction because he doesn't have a, you know, boyfriend like my daughter does. So she's on you know online with him all the time and. Um, right they're constantly talking, so his interactions are with, you know, other twelve year olds and uh and they're boys, so they're all just, you know, video games, video games and uh but I've I've really taken the time and the opportunity to to start to do thing you know, more things with him and he he's now has this new passion for fishing and he wants to go fishing, you know, five times a week. Which... Did you catch
2: anything the other day?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we did. Jesus! <laughs> I'll send you some videos.
1: That's what he says on the video. Like, you see the fish come up, and you hear Abiel go, Jesus! <laughs> Jesus! It's, like, awesome. I want that as, like, my text tone when his text message comes through.
0: Yeah, he caught, like, a four-pound bass. It was, it was it huge. It was huge. Jumping out of the wow. water. It was, it, was, it was awesome. But we we fish with shiners, which are, like, 10 bucks a dozen. So...
1: Now, are these shiners alive when you use them, or are they, like, dead when, like, when you go fishing, like with Danny? <laughs> no, well,
0: that's a whole other story. We're now keeping him alive. Okay. So, but it's great, because I, I see it like a, uh, a conservation uh, fishing, you know, um, exercise. Because we, we get these giant shiners, we fish with them, the bass come up, they eat them. They do get hooked in the, in the mouth, unfortunately. Yeah. But we Small unhook price. them, and then we release them. But, yeah. you know, they're fed.
1: So. Yeah, exactly. You're like totally going, or like our society's <laughs> totally going, like Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. Tomorrow we're gonna, I'm gonna teach Abuelito how to whitewash a fence. <laughs> we,
0: yeah, we. we Nobody read Tom Sawyer. Okay. wash fences. <laughs> but it's nice. It's nice. So we've we've definitely, you know, the the biking, the fishing, that that's that's picked up, and uh, and Sonia. Right. Sonia's been swamped with with schoolwork. They high school is. For her, is just, I mean, she's sometimes six, seven at, you know, in the evening and she's still finishing work.
1: That's because she's talking to her boyfriend all day.
0: Throughout the day, yeah, so it extends it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, junior <laughs> finishes his week's worth of work by Tuesday at noon <laughs> and he has nothing else to do. And he backs it up with, you know, I, I log into his pinnacle and they're all straight A's, so I can't really. Uh, you can't
1: get mad at him. No,
0: no, he's, he's enjoying his. But, you know, on the other hand, and I said this to him last night, I'm like, you know, this pandemic has kind of robbed you from your it's a blessing and it's a curse right because your school's done but now you've basically completed the sixth grade and on to the seventh you know whereas my daughter really misses the social interaction going to school seeing people she said it, it, it felt like that was her job because she'd wake up in the morning she'd do her hair and her makeup and she'd go to school and and she misses that aspect of it so looking forward looking forward to not uh, easy. school getting started no it's not it's not not easy
2: who's the most tense person in your house
1: snickers
0: um, <laughs> i would probably say natalie cuz she's still yeah. working out there and she comes home and you know after 12 hour shifts and just expects everything to be perfect um i forgot what happened the other day two two little things one something with the AC and something else, and she's like, you know, I just expect everything, and you guys don't do anything, and I just, I understand. At first, I started kind of defending a little bit, and then I just realized, you know what, she's, she just finished a 12-hour shift. You know, let her vent a little bit. It's okay. Uh, she's put up with my shit for 20 years. I can, you know, tolerate a little bit of, um, you know, and it's just just because she's very OCD when it comes to cleaning and organizing, so, you know, which is good. I, I love having a clean house now. I love everything being, you know, smelling clean, being clean. And uh, we all participate in that. It's just, it's a better way of life. So.
2: I understand that. And I guess I know for me that, that not seeing clients face-to-face and the clients not wanting to do phone has robbed me of that structure that I had on a daily basis, um, that I miss getting up at a certain time and going about my business and being in Alice's office at a certain time to see clients, um, being prepared, reviewing notes, records. Uh, I mean, I'm sitting printing out client case notes and, and reading them just so I can remain current on where we were the last time we saw each other. Um. and, I mean, I make these little touch phone calls two or three times a week just to check in and see how you're doing. And, and they, they last no more than two minutes uh, because they're not substantive clinical calls. They're just, how you doing? They're like coaching calls. You okay today? Yes, good, bye. Um, but I miss having that structure. That has robbed me of, it's just robbed me. It's a sense of loss that, that, that I have identified very clearly that uh, I miss. I miss working. Um, Not that, you know, I I describe what I do with social media, the phone calls I make. That's a kind of work, but that's spiritual work. That's service work for me to stay sober and support my recovery. Uh, But I miss working. It's not that I miss earning. I miss working. Uh, I miss miss seeing people. Um, So that's, I know that's affected me. Because I see Alice working all day long and I almost in some ways I feel jealous uh, that she's been able to set up you know the apartment so that she's got she's got an office and she's in touch with her people. one is in the office every day, one's working from home and one comes in one day a week or two days a week to do some specific work. Uh, but she's working and and I know not to disturb her during that time because it's like she's in the office and I don't see her. And so for four or five hours, six hours, she's she's just to the grindstone. And I really admire her. I mean, it, it's 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 remarkable that she's been able to do that. Um, and I miss that. So I, I appreciate that I, both of you are able to work and both of you have a family. Well, Alex, you have the cat, but um, there's a real structure to your life, Abiel, that 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 I don't have right now.
0: Uh, I'll I'll lend you some uh, of it if you need it What? I'll I'll lend you some of it if you need it I'm sending my mom over so you can have some (laughs) You can take some of her structure She's a pain in my ass sometimes But I love her to death
2: Yeah, I'll take her for a walk in the neighborhood Okay, she can say hello And save everybody that walks by Um,
0: Yeah, my wife always says You know, it's when we're Our parents took care of us When they were little And it's now our responsibility to take care of them you know,
2: well, there's a truth to that. I mean, when my parents were at the end of their lives, I really believed that. That's what my sobriety was all
1: about.
0: Okay. Yeah, and I think it's. I, I think it's more of a cultural thing too. So,
1: well, it is. They also yelled at us when when we were little, and now we get to yell at them when they're old. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, we have a friend of ours who <laughs> shares how he yells at his mom. I'm
0: like, dude, you're brutal.
1: She's in the room and she's breathing, right? <laughs> breathing. I'm just kidding. Mitch, I was just thinking when you were sharing, like, if you had an office with two doors—one entrance for you and one entrance for your client—and there was a piece of, like, a plastic, like, piece of glass or something that separated the room, would it feel the same way as it does now? You know what I mean? Like, as I don't as think so. Clients? I
2: think that's um, that, that's doable. Okay, mm-hmm. except they don't want to. They don't want to do that.
1: Right. Because I think, especially if knowing your background, like, the line of work that you do, it's an intimate line of work, you know, as far as there's the whole concept that of would feel like tearing confession. down barriers. You know what I mean? No, because I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, well, if, if I was, like, how would I see clients? Like, would I be able to drive up and... and Drive up to their house on their driveway and call them on the phone and have that visual contact while they're in the living room looking out the window and I'm on the side of the street in the car. Having that communication, being able to handle that. And I'm just trying to think of ways well, like Well, how... you're going to
0: actually, if this opportunity of training comes through, going to experience it firsthand. It's because all WebEx. Whereas before, you've done training in person, right? Right. And you, and you get your body and your movement and mm-hmm. your sense of humor to, to keep them awake. Now you got to do it through a camera.
1: Right. So... With no pants on. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> <laughs> that's T-M-I. T-M-I, that's, Alex. That's
2: my edge. TMI. TMI, That's
1: my edge. That's like, how do you maintain your composure, and how are you so calm during all those questions, Alex? I'm not wearing pants. That's see that? Oh, man.
2: Now you see, I could do that, mm-hmm. but my clients, for whatever reason... I, and I, and I respect this when we, when they said to me, well, you know, we don't want to come until we can see you face to face. And I said, that's okay. I said, but understand that however you're feeling is the reason you're in therapy. <coughs> so it's, it's, I mean, it's not that you should talk to me three times a week on the phone for an hour, but know that you can call if you need to, and I'm not charging you for it. I mean, it's not like I'm looking to bill you. Okay. Right. Um, And what's turned out is I get texts from from one of them saying how this time at home and away from his office has built his marriage in a way that it didn't exist for the last 20 years.
1: Yeah, because he's home and not at the office.
2: Well, no, he's home and he he said he's fallen in love all over again. Hmm. And that he and his wife are, are spending more time together and they're laughing and they're talking and they're going for walks and all the things I suggested over the last three years that he never did. Right. Okay. Uh, but now he's doing them. So, and he's, and, and, you know, and it's very nice when he says, I have much of this to thank you for. I said, well, I appreciate that. I said, but just remember, God's the one who does this and you're the one who's actually doing it. So you're welcome for the suggestions, but, but no, I'm just the messenger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so some of them, I mean, I have another client who, who doesn't even want to talk to me on the phone. Sorry. And I have to respect that. I mean, that, that if that's where you are right now, just know I'm here. And if you need me, you can call me or text me. You can email me, uh, but I'm not going to force you to talk to me. Right. If that's the way you're coping, that's the way you're coping. And when, when dust settles and we can begin to meet face to face, you'll come in and we'll meet face to face. So I, I hear what you're saying and there probably are ways that I could do it, but my clients don't want to. They no, want I hear me... you.
1: It's just like, they people... want
2: me, they want me two feet away.
1: Right. Well, they want you on their terms, right? So
2: That's good. They want me on their terms. And they want to be able to hug me if they choose to like, hugging me. Cause there are times during a session where I'll say, what do you need right now? And they'll say, I need a hug and I'll get up and I'll give them a hug. I mean, it's not where I just sit there and listen and talk to them. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <coughs> so, they they seek that they need that and when we can and that have makes it sense. Again,
1: That's what I meant. Like it's like a very intimate role <laughs> that you play. You know what I mean? Like because you're dealing with getting through barriers, and I, I would respect that too if someone was like, I can't do it over the phone. I respect it with the people that say they can't do the Zoom meetings. Like I know a guy that says he can't do a Zoom meeting, but when he's on the Zoom meeting, he's just as obnoxious as when it's in the room in person. So, you know, it's like he it's. You know, like I get the same feeling out of the seven a.m. morning Zoom phone call that I have gotten from going to the seven a.m. Right. And I say that without saying that it's a it's a spinoff of the the home group that I go to. It's just the same feeling of like, all right, I got a meeting in. Mm -hmm. I you know, and it's and it's exactly what you were sharing earlier, Mitch. It's it's the stability. It's the it's it's the structure that I need. You know, and I have that structure. You know. So yes, that's what helps a lot.
2: Yep, it does. And I miss that. And, and it, it's not easy for me just to sort of snap my fingers and create a new structure. So there are some days where I get nothing done and and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are other days I'm more productive and I'm okay with that too. And that's where, you know, my recovery has really helped me tremendously. That it helps me stay in the moment and wherever I'm, is okay you know if there's something i absolutely must do i do it if i don't have to do it i have a choice and either i do it or i don't do it um the one thing i'm not feeling is the pressure to get anything done today because i know tomorrow i'm not going anywhere yeah
1: somebody asked me like what are you doing for your birthday i'm like nothing was
2: abiel abiel were you part of his birthday last night
1: yeah, the movie party thing. Yeah,
0: the viewing party.
2: What a great thing Alex did for himself.
1: That was remarkable.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I <laughs> think Alex. He fell
1: asleep. Said- I <laughs> fell asleep at the end. <laughs> You should see his face right now. He's too embarrassed to say anything. No, it's like, I did. I, it's I don't funny. deserve
0: these accolades. Because I was I was watching, and I was like, okay, 30 minutes. I almost made it through. And then I'm like, I'm going to lay down for a second.
1: He had the loudest movie, though, playing out of everybody. So you can hear everything that happened in the movie like half a second before it happened.
0: <laughs> so I wake up movie's done, Zoom is finished. (laughs) I was like, holy
1: shit, what just happened? We just left his ass in the theater.
0: It's like literally like I closed my eyes for one sec. It felt like I closed my eyes for a moment. I wake up and like everything shut down. I'm trying to join the Zoom meeting. It says meeting is ended. I was like, (laughs) The ushers,
1: like he woke up to a broom near his feet. This is like the ushers trying to clean the It's like uh, this shit used to only happen
0: when I was drinking. Now it's happening when I'm sober. (laughs) I'm blacking out and being left behind and missing everything. So. That's funny. Yeah.
2: What movie did you watch?
1: Oh, don't ask Oh, it was a movie called Nightmare at Noon, starring the classic George Kennedy and Bo Hopkins, who later on I found in a different movie. Got it. Oh, God. It was a B movie. It was terrible. I mean, like, terrible dialogue, terrible plot. It was just atrocious, and we just ripped the hell out of the thing. It was so, so, much, fun. so much fun. So much fun. Aren't they
2: fun? That's exactly it. Those kind of movies are so much fun to watch.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> so Alex, what's your plan for the rest of today?
1: I uh gonna do some laundry. Uh gonna Warzone. Play Minecraft with my nephew. He's been on my ass since eight o'clock this morning. <laughs> and uh then play a little bit of Warzone, maybe take a nap later. I gotta call my dad. That's in the beginning you heard all the beeps, those are people calling in for birthday wishes. So nice. I just gotta make some phone calls. And nice. They, Yeah, I'm
2: glad we're able to spend some of
1: this for a birthday with. Oh yeah, I wouldn't think of it any other way. There was an issue. There was an issue with, um, with the podcast. So the somehow the card number on file, I guess it expired or something like that. So that's why we weren't able to download or upload any new episodes. So that's, you know, I got to work on that too. But that's all done. So my (coughs) birthday. My brother said it should be good to go and we should be able to start re-downloading again so
2: That's very good. I'm glad to hear that.
1: It's okay, an art. Fabio, what's
2: your, Gabriel, What are you doing today with the kids?
1: Words on.
0: Uh today Warzone. we're well Sonia got a new uh nin- well not a new, a pre-owned Nintendo Switch yesterday so she's, you know, she'll be heavily. <laughs> Invested into that this week. Can you give me
1: her username so I can just send her like friend requests and random weird messages <laughs> and don't tell her who I am?
0: And then Junior wants to go fishing, so I'm going to go pick up some shiners and we'll, t- we'll be fishing Good. later this afternoon.
1: If you ask me about fishing one more time, I'll give you a shiner!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alex, do you know a guy named Pat Glass? No. Okay, Pat is is a gentleman who's one of us, and he's got, I don't know, 20 years, 23 years, somewhere in that zone, and he's a very funny guy, like you are, and about four or five years ago, he took the class at Hard Rock, do stand-up, I think it'll cost $75, and you go for X number of weeks where they teach you how to write jokes, they teach you how to get up and perform jokes, And the final assignment was that you got to get up and do a three minute bit at a hard rock at an amateur night show, an open mic. Mm -hmm. And you invite all your friends. and, And I remember like three quarters of the 441 was there and people from other meetings. And when this is all over, I would love to see you take that class. Because, I mean, again, and, and I don't mean to make you uncomfortable. If it does, I, I apologize. But you have such a quick mind and you have such a funny spirit. And you're able to put together jokes so quickly. And at least for me, you, you cause me to laugh as much as anybody in this world that I know. And it's, it's just a gift that you have. And, and it's one that I am so grateful to, to be part of. Um, but when this is all over, I, I'm going to remind you again about the class at the, the Hard Rock uh, because you're just right for it. Um, so that's enough of that.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. That's a great way to end it. Abiel, do Go you want to say anything great about me? Uh, I have
0: just one thing to say. You know the song? <laughs> We're going to totally get sued because of Abiel.
1: <laughs> okay. You get All to right, deal get with 50 Cent. I'll 50 deal cent. with Kenny Loggins. All right. You got All right it. That's a deal. All right, Mitch. Have a great Love day. You
0: Love you, too, man. Birthday. All right. Later, guys. Thank you. Bye. Talk to
2: you soon. Bye. All right, bye-bye.